What is going on, my real estate investing friends? I wanted to jump in here and tell you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I seriously hope that it brings you an insane amount of value in order for you to be able to crush it in your marketing for your active real estate investing business. This show is specifically here to educate real estate investors on amping up their marketing. So more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you are either already an active investor or you're wanting to jump in, you're doing a little bit of educating for yourself. Uh, so if you're either of those and you enjoy this show, you're gonna wanna subscribe to the REI Marketing weekly email newsletter. Yes, I know that's a mouthful, but it is totally worth it because that's where this show kind of derived from. And in that newsletter, it's 100% value content and it's got four segments in each newsletter that goes out every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time about crushing it in your real estate investing business marketing. Uh, we have segments where I myself give a marketing tip. We have a segment for a marketing update or a how-to. So if there's something that's new on like Facebook or a new algorithm, them for Google or something like that. We talk about that or there's a new platform that comes out. We also do a lot of how to's and then we have a segment specifically for somebody that is in an active real estate investing business crushing it in some form of their marketing efforts and that's where this show comes in. So we're literally stripping the audio from that interview and putting it into this show. So there's that segment on the email newsletter and then there's a segment specifically for a tool or a resource that you're able to use in your marketing. So in order to get to this, go to colormedia.com slash subscribe, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. So colormedia.com slash subscribe. Make sure that you do that. Do not miss out on it because it's a great newsletter, 100% value. There's no selling in there. And you guys are gonna learn so much from that. It's just an extension of this podcast and for you guys to be able to go deeper into your marketing and get all these little tips here and there that are gonna help you stand out in your market. So again, thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure that you share it around with your friends. I seriously appreciate it if you do. Leave a review if you're able to, and then I hope you enjoy. Let's get started with today's Who's Crushing It segment. Let's go. All right, what is up everybody? Welcome back to the Who's Crushing It segment of the REI Marketing Weekly. Man, I'm telling you, I am super excited. I've had some absolutely incredible guests on the show um, the past few weeks and I am just even more excited to have one of my good buddies and one of my clients, uh, Don Costa out of Northern California on the show today. And man, this guy, like just a complete wizard in what he does. Everything he does, like it's like, Everything he does touches to gold, right? And you don't, even don't said that. that. <laughs> Is that like knock on that's, wood? That's bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's and that's what in your story, like that's the thing that I always like like think about. Is uh, you talk about before the crash, like everything you said, like everything you touched turned to gold. So, right. <laughs> but mm -hmm. um, no, for real, guys, like just an, an insane amount of experience and wisdom that this guy has. If you don't know who he is, you you must be living under a rock. So. Um, I'll give him the opportunity to talk about how to connect with uh, with him and listen to his shows and everything. Um, also got a mastermind shameless plug here that I actually help service as well and I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk about that kind of at the end. But Don, do me a, a, a really big favor for the, you know, 1% of people that are watching right now that don't know who you are, um, who you are, and what you do, how long you've been doing that kind of stuff. Just give us a background of who Don Costa is today. Sure. So the, the quick synopsis of, of who I am, I started real estate investing in 2003, I actually started door knocking pre foreclosures and doing subject to purchasing 
did that for about five years, built a great company, what I thought was a great company, everything I touched turned to gold, uh, arrogance, bad leadership, bad, just everything. Uh, 2008 caught me off guard and uh, put me in a, a whirlwind spiral of, of losing everything for several years. Um, through that, uh, I reemerged in 2012 put my company back together again, built a real business this time, uh, worked on being a better leader, a better husband, better father, better everything. And, and today I run a, a business that uh, wholesales and flips houses. We rehab and wholesale. We, we do well over a hundred projects a year. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's been, it's been an interesting ride. It's, I look back on it, 2003. So, you know, I'm looking at 17 years now um, in this game. That makes me feel real old to say it out loud, but 17 years in this game with a minor hiatus of getting my butt handed to me. <laughs> That's so. funny. It, it, just to make you feel a little older, I always have to do this to people. I had a, um, a, a guy named Dylan Tanaka on the show last week out of Detroit, and um, he started in 2002. And he's like, dude, you were in like second grade. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was. <laughs> so um, yeah, I was, wow. probably in, I was probably in elementary school. Yeah, fantastic. So, Dang, hey, but, that, but, but guys, that gives you a understanding of how long he's been in this and how yeah. much experience he has. So, yeah. hey, hey, Don, age is just a number. Listen, hey, I so. wouldn't trade it. You know, I, feel, I got young kids. I, I have a five-year-old daughter. I feel young. Um, I'm going to stay young as long as I can. And, and I got a tremendous amount of wisdom behind it. So I'm going to utilize it. So absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the topic that we're going to talk about today is something that we've actually never addressed on the show, but I really, really want to dig deep into this because it is extremely important. So you guys know me, you guys know, I talk about content marketing all the time and Don is a content person. I mean, just an absolute insane library of content that he has out on the internet sphere. Um, so you guys can go consume that and we'll talk about that a little bit later on the show here. But um, one thing that Don does extremely well that I've heard him talk about a couple of times is analyzing his marketing. And we all know that you could spend a lot of marketing mm -hmm. on postcards, on running Facebook ads, on putting out banner signs, on just about anything marketing related. And you could throw a lot of money completely down the trash can, right? right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's something that you know, a lot of people have done and may even continue to do not knowing you know that they could get more bang for their buck if they focused on something that's actually working mm -hmm. um and we all know you know in marketing you got to do a b testing you got to you know try things out and see what's going to work for you because what works for this person is not going to work for this person because as we know real estate is kind of becoming this localized market as opposed to a nation market. So, you know, what works for somebody in Dallas does not work for somebody in Detroit. What works for somebody in Tampa does not work for somebody in Fresno, California. Right. Um, and so you've, you've really got to adjust your marketing accordingly, but how do you do that? That's something that nobody really talks about except mm -hmm. for Don. So I'm going to have him talk about that. So um, really quickly, I, I want you, not really quickly, I want you to spend time on this. Um, I want you to talk about, uh, there, there's really going to be two questions here. First of all, what do you do to analyze your marketing and figure out where to put your money? And then the second question, let's, so let's start with that. And then the second question is going to segue into um, how do you determine like where to put your actual marketing dollars and when to turn that off if it's not working? So right. let's talk about that first. So what are some things that people need to be analyzing in their marketing in order to see if something's working or not? Yeah. So let me, um, let me kind of set the stage for that. The, the, the human aspect of what we do, the, the, our nature as human beings is we make a lot of assumptions. We, we, we base things off of feeling, what we think is instinct, what we think we know. And what I have found when it comes to data 
is that nine times out of 10, what I feel and what I see on paper is wrong. They differentiate that they're not the same. And I ran my business by feeling for a long time. I deployed marketing dollars and I felt like it was getting a return or I felt like it wasn't. And, uh, and I didn't look at the data and, and uh, I was, you know, I was running basically, it's like a shipless, a rudderless ship, right? You're, you're, you're not, uh, you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you've been. So um, in marketing, there is this like S curve um, for success in marketing. There is the lower level where if you're not spending enough marketing dollars in your market, whatever channel that is, you're not getting results. You're just throwing money away. Then you have this ups kind of takeoff area where if you are spending enough marketing dollars um, in that particular channel, you're having success, you know, as you're going into it. And the more you spend, the more success you have. And then you hit this, this slope at the top where it's the law of diminishing returns, where basically you get to that point where you have basically dug deep into your market, done, hit everything you could possibly hit as many times as you could hit in your market. And now it doesn't matter how much money you spend, you're throwing money away. Right. And the key is to understand that sweet spot and how to get into that sweet spot and stay in that sweet spot. And the only way to do that is through tracking the data, tracking the information in your marketing. So what we started doing a few years back is, um, we started split testing our marketing. If we send a certain list, say, let's just use postcards, for example, because that's primarily the marketing we do. Yeah. If we do an owner-occupied equity list with a green postcard, we're using one phone number and we're calling it like, um, you know, uh, 40 to 99%, 559, 40 to 99%, NOO, um, green. You know, that's, we're labeling it. We know the split test. And so we're able to track, okay, how many calls came in off of that? How many calls were leads? How many uh, leads converted to appointments? How many appointments converted to contracts? And then how many contracts closed and what those dollars were? And so we're literally tracking that. And we got like well over 100 phone numbers at this point in time. Um, every time we change the list or the postcard variation, like we went crazy tracking, probably a little more than you need to, but we were able to see like, did this postcard perform better than this postcard? Did this list perform better than this list at this time of year? You know, all those different variations. Um, and it, we got that data back and it allowed us to kind of see where we were throwing money away, where we were most profitable, and even like when, like how often the mail, those kind of things, it, it really kind of, like I had a list that I mailed every 30 days that was just as profitable as a list I mailed about every 90 days. And the only difference really was the fact that I spent more money on the list by mailing it more often than I should have. <laughs> so being able to see that data, now we know where and how to deploy our dollars, where and how to deploy them properly to get the best result. I know the last two years in a row, that marketing is super, super hot until roughly July. Yeah. And then some channels kind of fall off. And yeah. the year before last, I thought like direct mail, for instance, takes a dip, you know, right after the summer. I thought it was because of the election. But this last year, we kind of had the same result. Mm -hmm. So I know now that some marketing dollars I want to deploy in the first half of the year really hot and heavy and then take the foot off the gas into the second half of the year and put my dollars somewhere else. So you start to see those trends. Um, we still split tests. We still want to make sure we're verifying that the data we're getting is correct. But we start really deploying our dollars where it matters, if that makes sense. So yeah. 2018, I sent out 1.2 million postcards based on the data that came back in 2019. I sent out about three quarters of a million postcards. I was able to roughly a half a million postcards less and still get the same result. A lot of information. Holy <laughs> crap. Okay. So let's know that's, that's incredible. So like, so you guys understand now why it's so important to, to track your right. marketing. Um, so 
I, I said it was only gonna be two questions. I got a third one that I will sneak in here to kind of lay that that groundwork and give somebody actionable things that they they can do. Right. Um, so just just from my standpoint, I'll just tell you, um, Don's a little bit of a different breed. I I personally don't like analytics. I don't oh, like I don't data. Either. I hate it, and I and I know that. And 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 Don's actually really good at analyzing that data, and he has a team behind him that helps him with that as well. Um, for me, I've got a person on my team that helps me analyze the data because I don't like doing it. When I look at numbers, I freak out, I shake, I have like, I go hide in a dark corner of a room. Like I, I don't want anything to do with it. But the, the important thing is to actually do it. You know, there's, there's probably a lot of things in your business that you don't like doing. You know, we always got to do something in our business that we don't like doing, but it's going to drive revenue. Um, not, not just drive revenue. It's going to drive net profit, which is the, the, the number that you want to be going after anyway. Um, but it's going to allow you to be more profitable with your deals as opposed to spending marketing dollars that you don't need. So, um, you know, for somebody that's listening, Don, that, that might, you know, listen to everything that you said and they're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But you know, what are, what is something I can do today to start tracking that? Like, how do I start? What, where do I start with tracking my, my marketing data? Because you, you talk about everything that's working for you and how you've done it. Um, so what is, what is something that you would tell somebody like where they need to start with tracking their data? I mean, do you, do you keep track of all this stuff in spreadsheets and in a CRM or, you know, click funnels or whatever? How, how does all this, like, where does somebody start? So first I want to say that I don't, I'm not a data person. I am, I'm a visionary on my personality profiles. Um, I am very low detail oriented. Data is usually not my thing, but I am an entrepreneur who likes to make money. And when the data comes back and says I can save X and make Y, I get excited. The motivator. So yeah. It's a motivator. <laughs> I get excited. And then I'm like, wow, this is really cool stuff. And then suddenly data is sexy, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But by nature, it's not, not my thing. So I Lipstick will, on a pig, right? <laughs> I will, so I will tell you, if you're not a data person, once you, once you get into it and you start doing it, it's painful, but you know, and getting started with anything, right? But once you get yeah. it going, you're going to be excited about it. Yeah. Um, I use an Excel spreadsheet still. I, I still do when I'm tracking um, a lot of the marketing stuff. I keep it real simple. I'm just lo logging the information. So when we deploy marketing dollars in a specific marketing channel, we're, we're logging. This is the date we did it. This is where we did it. This is why we did it. This is how we did it. And then we're, we're tracking the results. And my team does the reporting back, you know, as far as, you know, this split test returned X, this many properties, this many dollars. Uh, we spent this many dollars to, to get it. This is how much we made on it. This is how much, this is the percentage of the cost per deal. This was the cost per deal. So like I have some channels that, you know, in direct mail, which is, can be super expensive in some markets that are as low as $1,600 a deal um, on that particular marketing channel. So by separating them out, I can see like some of them are up here, some of them are down here, some of them aren't returning any money. And you can, you, it's, it's a very simple exercise. You just, it's, it's documenting, right? Like you, yeah. we, we did an interview just a few minutes ago about, you know, what do you want to do with, with video content where you just document, you yeah. make, you take the time to document what you're doing. And so it's that extra step of stopping and going, okay, what am I doing here? And just logging that in and then having someone on your team or yourself go back and look at the results in two weeks, 30 days, 90 days and see like we do, we right now we're doing a 30, a quarter and an annual. And so at the end of the year, we're, we're looking at all the results for the year and looking at making a plan to redeploy dollars for the next year. Got it. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. So if, um, you know, you discover like, Hey, this, this marketing channel is not working as well as this other one. Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe even you go to a mastermind event or you network with somebody and somebody is mm -hmm. like, Hey, we're doing this and you're not currently doing that. And you're like, Oh, I should try that out. Right. How do you kind of gauge 
when to turn off a faucet for marketing because there's too much money flowing out, not enough uh, leads coming in. And then how do you gauge um, when you start a new marketing um, sequence up for another like function in your marketing? Like how do you gauge between those two? Cause I know it's something a lot of people struggle with. They get, you know, seven months down the road mm -hmm. and they, you know, cause, cause a lot of times, I mean, you know, with direct mail, sometimes you're getting deals two years later, like, you know, yeah. that, that yeah. stuff happens. So then you're like afraid to shut it off because you know, you can get deals down the road, right. but there might be other things in marketing that you could put your money into that are going to get leads quicker, um, yield quicker results and more results. So there's a lot of variables. Like how do you kind of juggle between the two? There is a lot of variables. And, and the one thing that I will say is that what's made me successful this time around is, is I pick a lane and I stay in that lane. Like I don't do five different marketing channels out of the gate. I pick a lane, I master it, and then I add another channel and I master that and then I add another channel. So great advice. I yes. don't chase shiny objects. I, I stick with what's working. And then when I feel like my team, myself, we got that dialed in, we go to the next thing. That's mm -hmm. number one. Um, number two is you know, you got to make sure you got to ask yourself a few questions with the marketing channel. Am I spending enough money to actually make it work? Because in some markets, PPC might be, you know, eight to $12,000 a deal. Well, yeah. if you're only spending, you know, $2,000 a month and you're not getting any deals, you're throwing money away, you know, should I turn it off? Well, yeah, you should, or spend more money to make it worth your while. Right. You know, so you got to ask yourself, okay, am I deploying enough dollars in this marketing channel to make it viable in the market that I'm in and make it successful? If I'm not, then I can't turn it off. If you are, and you should be getting deals in the market, you know, is my, is my team taking advantage of every opportunity to make that lead source successful? Are they, are sure. they executing the phone call? Right. Are, yeah. are we doing live answer? Are we doing follow-up? I'm telling you, like when you break it down, a significant portion of my business is follow-up. The reason why direct mail works for me so well is because our follow-up systems are insane. We're, we're like crazy follow-up people that are about ready to get the police called on us 24 seven. <laughs> so, but that's what makes it successful. And um, so is your team doing everything that they can to really maximize that marketing source? And, and you, if the answer is no, well, can I get them there or not? So if the answer is, you know, we're deploying the dollars, my team's doing everything they can, uh, everything they should be doing. And I can honestly look in the mirror and say that then maybe your market isn't viable for that marketing channel. So, or, you know, there's another variable there that needs to be looked at. So I guess the, the million dollar question is, you know, did you look at everything? Did you make sure that you got the data, you know, the data you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing, your team's supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing or not. And that's, yeah, I, that, hopefully I answered that question. Yeah. There's a lot there. There's, there's a, lot a, there. a lot of variables. Yeah. Cause you got to yeah. make sure that your, your follow-up systems are, are in right. check because mm -hmm. you could be bringing in leads and quality leads, but if nobody's following up with them, and doing the proper steps in that you're not going to close deals. Um, you know, there's <laughs> there's a lot there. Yeah. That's, that's one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is, well, they'll turn marketing dollars on and they'll feed their team and they'll just walk away. They'll go play golf for a week. They'll go on vacation yeah. for a week. They'll go and they're not paying attention to their business. And, and like, I got uh, my Gary, marketing on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gary, Gary posted a post about this the other day, which, which, you know, basically as visionaries we want to hire integrators and make them do all the work. Well, if we're not there making sure that we're tweaking and, and steering the, the ship, you know, um, things can fall through the cracks and, and, and we may think we're deploying everything like we're supposed to and we're not. So yeah. as business owners, we, we got to be accountable to making sure that our team has the tools, training opportunities that they need to be successful. Yeah. And, and again, you got to look in the mirror and say, am I doing all that? Then that's, and I, and I am, and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to, then maybe that's when the marketing channel gets turned off.
All right. So every once in a while I have an epiphany um, when I'm interviewing somebody and they say something and I'm like, holy crap, I just thought of something that maybe, maybe other people have thought of, but I don't hear about it. Um, right. When you're talking about follow-up, I'm thinking like a lot of people think follow-up is sales. It's not, it's marketing. No, no it is. Follow-up yeah. is marketing guys. That, that it, is a, that, that is a channel on its own. Yeah. So yeah. The, it, <laughs> that, that's huge. Like, and, and if you do follow-up properly, you have the right systems for it and the process is in place for it and you, you, you utilize it the right way. It can be the best marketing for you. I mean, okay. So let me just give you a, a clear example right here, right now. Um, what was it, Don last July or August is when John Martinez shot that post out. Mm -hmm. Um, basically giving me a testimonial blowing me up and you reached out to me and right. you and I had conversations over probably the, the, the next five to six months after that. Mm -hmm. And you know, there was a couple of times that I was, I was like, Hey Don, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bug you. I'm not trying to right. annoy you. I'm just trying to do my part in following up. And then your response was follow the, the money's in the follow-up. And that like that right there clicks for me because, um, you know, it's not sale. It, it's, it's, it's marketing. Like I'm marketing to you basically mm -hmm. saying, Hey Don, I'm just doing my part, man. Um, making sure that I'm not, you know, it's, it's the whole customer experience, customer service thing. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that you don't fall through the cracks and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm basically, you know, another, another word for marketing is reputation. And I'm giving you my reputation of like, Don, I'm going to be on you and uh, making sure that I'm doing everything I I'm supposed to be doing in order to, you know, provide value to you. And it's the same thing, you know? Well, no, I agree. And, and what you did was perfect because it, it sets the example of just anything in, in with this business or any other business that, but especially this business, it, 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 marketing this business, okay, there are variables like you can pick certain lists where people are more likely to want to sell right. um, with dif different distress points or different issues and whatnot. But the reality is, is that who is going to sell and when they're going to sell and for what they're going to sell is completely random. I don't care what anybody says. I don't, I really don't care. I've done enough data in this. It's random is all hell. <laughs> we have variables that make it more likely that we're going to catch the fish in that pond, but whether or not they're a fish in that pond, whether or not they're going to bite is random. Yeah. And so when we get the opportunity to have somebody put their hand up and say that I may be somebody that's interested, it's important for us to, to stay there with them and let them know that when they're ready, we're available and to be front and center in front of mind. It's the same thing with sending out direct mail or text messages and being consistent. <clears throat> and that is, you know, we want to be there when they're ready to see the message. So you following up with me was, I just wasn't ready right now. And I had some things I had to get in line yeah. and you didn't want me to forget about you when I was ready to see the message. Right. And so when I was ready to see the message, you were right there and you're the first person I thought of. And that's, that's really the importance of follow up in this business is you got so many random things out there that you don't want to let the opportunities that are putting their hand up and saying that I may be one of those fall through the cracks because you weren't front and center when they're ready to see the message. Absolutely, man. That's such a great uh, rabbit trail conversation right there. I, I, I love that. That was fantastic. Um, anything else, Don, that we're missing that I haven't asked you a question about in marketing, any other nuggets that you want to give? I mean, you, you've dropped so much value in here, um, but I, I, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, utilizing this call to, to, to the fullest potential. So is there anything you want to add on in marketing that uh, maybe it's nothing to do with analyzing your data and marketing or anything we talked about um, that you want to add here? Uh, you know, I think that, I mean, there's so many things, so many directions I can go with marketing. It's something that I really, you know, we are a marketing and data company. They say yeah. sales and marketing, but we're a marketing and data company first. Yep. Um, but I, the one thing I want to do is just hit hammer home on, you know, find the channel or 
the channel or two that you're comfortable with that you feel like whether it's cold calling or text messaging or direct mail that you feel good about that you can really teach your team and, and, and teach yourself and buckle down on and then stay in that lane until you really master it and, and make it successful. I want to hammer that in because every time you go to a different event or listen to different podcasts and somebody's got some different awesome idea yeah. that works for them and you're going to spend your time chasing your tail if you don't focus in and hone in on one or two things right now and master that, you know, that's really the way to be successful in this business. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you said that too. I mean, that, when, when you were interviewing me, you asked me um, what are some bad practices when it comes to right. content marketing? And I told you that, you know, don't try to, you know, a lot of people try to be everywhere at right. once and be omnipresent. Mm -hmm. And that's not the way you want to go because you're not going to master any of those I mean, right. it, it's, it's a whole thing of, do you want to be a jack of all trades or a master right. of, of one or, yeah. you know, if you're, cause you're a jack of all trades, you're not a master of anything, you know? So it's the same thing and same principle in marketing guys. And I completely agree with what Don's saying here. Um, pick something, master it. If it, if it's getting you, you know, if you, if it's yielding you results, feed the beast more, Absolutely. feed it more and it's going to grow and grow and grow. And then at some point it might die off, but that's, that's for, that's why right. keeping a pulse on it is, is extremely yeah. important because yeah. like we mentioned earlier, you can't just, you know, uh, set it and forget it with marketing. You've got to keep a pulse on it at all times. You, you don't have to, you know, be on it 24 seven, but you also, you definitely want to check in on it. And that's why, right. you know, having the proper KPIs for your, your um, marketing is so vital and important. So man, Don, we could, I've said it like a couple of times, but I, I wish I would make these interviews so short. We could, you know, do a two hour show and then just dice it up. Like next time I'm just going to interview for you for two hours and split into two shows, but I'll come back on yeah. five more times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, dude, I appreciate everything that you've shared so far. I mean, absolutely incredible wisdom and knowledge. I mean, guys, this guy has been in, in this for a very long time, has a lot of experience, a lot of wisdom to share. Um, and he's out there, right? So he's got flip talk, which I'll, I'll have you talk about that in just a second here, but do, what he is saying here because it works. It, he's a practitioner of this. I don't, you guys know that I don't get people on here that are just gurus and they just talk about stuff. Right. I only get people on here that are actually practitioners and they're doing what they're saying they're doing and they're yielding results from that. So do what he's saying and you guys will amp up your marketing. So Don, again, I appreciate you jumping on. If somebody want to get in contact with you, um, I know we've got inner circle elite coming up here in a couple of short weeks in Las Vegas. I'm excited about joining you for that. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously we've got more events coming up in, in the year. So let's talk about inner circle elite just real quick, get, let people know what it is, how they can find out more about it. Um, you have the best, uh, domain that I've ever seen for a mastermind before. So kudos to you for that. And then talk about flip talk and then other pieces of content that you put out that people can connect with. Yeah, absolutely. So we have the mastermind inner circle elite. We're just trying to build the right community of people going the same direction and, uh, and working on building better businesses, whether that means bigger for you, or that just means more stability or what that looks like. We want to help you build a better business. And if you're interested in being a part of a community, go to be in this and apply and Mike Calper will reach out to you and have a conversation, fill you in on, on who we are, what we're about and make sure we're all a good fit and go from there. So, um, you can find me, Flip Talk podcast is three years old last October. So there's a ton of content there. We have the Flip Talk Rookie Playbook, which is a totally different podcast um, that goes from week one on how to just get started. You want to have this crazy idea of getting started in real estate. What do you do first? And we go through 49 weeks there and I'm all over Facebook. You can reach me at donaldflipdoc.com. I mean, I've been putting out content for three years and uh, it's been a crazy ride. So 
Absolutely. And guys, just the amount of content you could, if you could tell he's, this guy's a massive giver and right. that's something that revolves around him. And so make sure that you reach out to him, connect with him. Everything's going to be linked in the description below. So you guys can check that out. Make sure you do. So Don, again, man, thank you so much for being on. I'm definitely going to be having you back again soon to talk about more marketing stuff. So thanks for being on and I'll catch you um, a little bit later down the road. I'll see you in a couple of weeks too. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. All right, guys. That is it for today's uh, segment of who's crushing it on the REI Marketing Weekly. Again, make sure you check out the description for everything I'm leaving down there for links to connect with Don and all of the content that he puts out. And then also make sure you're checking out the rest of the content in the newsletter. A lot of great stuff that's going down, the resource of the week, um, my tip that I give you for marketing, and then the weekly update. So make sure you check that out. Share this around with your friends. I would much appreciate that. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Reach out to me if you have any questions. See you later.